your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, sorry to tell you about this, but family-owned business Bakehouse 22, situated in the old Limerick Quarter down in the vicinity of King John's Castle, and it's uh, such an historic part of Limerick as well, has decided that it has no option but to close its doors in the coming months after many years in the business and several reasons cited for the closure, including the recent increases in costs and bills that are affecting every business and every household, unfortunately. And Mike Tracy, who runs the restaurant with his wife, Sheila, joins me in the studio now. Um, I'm saying good morning to you, but I'm sure it doesn't feel that way necessarily. You prefer to be in here talking about anything else, I'm sure, Mike. Yes, Joe, it's a strange one coming in today and chatting about this. It's it's hard. Mm. It's hard. I mean, people will remember, for example, that uh, you had a bit of bad luck with a, a fire that wasn't directly in your building, but did impact business, didn't it, over the last few months as well? Yeah, um, we're still waiting to get that fire sorted. The shutters, windows are not fixed. We had uh, ice cream fridges and we're still not sorted. Still going through the insurance with that one. So um, that's another one of those things that hit us in the last year or so which we didn't need. No. And people in that part of um, Limerick, such an historic area as well, will know your business well. But for those who don't know, tell us a bit about it and its history. Um, We're there over 60 years, started by my parents, Paddy and Bernie, just opposite Castle and Castle Street. Um, They were trading for over 40 years there. And um, I was working in Dublin Airport at the time and... Back in those days, we were the first in Limerick with the lotto machine, ourselves, Ivans and Mays. This new concept was coming to Limerick and my brother and my mum attended a meeting and uh, just didn't know what was all going to happen about. But my brother heard something about it says, look, let's try it. So back in those days then, the queue used to be out the shop on a Saturday night. We were, as I said, one of three in the city. So the queues, all the family used to be on the shop. But after all the years... The commission out of the lotto machine was like in a mortgage itself that you would. So hence, I always had the family uh, business in my blood and uh, I wanted to get back down to Limerick. So my parents retired. I opened up a new store, took the lotto machine and customers followed us up the street on Nicholas Street. Not in a present site. It was just right opposite Sticks. But then a bigger unit then came down the street. We moved in there as we the years went on. Mm. I imagine that taking over a business from your parents and with that sort of history, you can't get away from the emotional connection. Yeah, absolutely huge. And more to the the point, you know, when we realised in just in the last couple of weeks that we had to call time on it, just breaking the news first to my own brothers and sisters, um, to my own kids. One of my kids was in tears, you know, just and it just really hits home. And then going to meet the staff inside and work and there was no um, right way of telling the staff there was only a wrong way but in fairness our staff have been so good with us shocked but every single last one of them turned around to us and said God what about you guys as well you know so which was lovely but didn't make it you know that easier either at the same time Yeah man you've been a good and fairly significant employer in that area as well haven't you over the years Mike? Um, we would have staff now at the moment about 20 and the vast majority would come from the immediate locality um, St Mary's Park 
uh, Kalili. You know, that's where we get our core workers. And for for us, it's proven because we have fantastic people in the area and loyalty that we get is just second to none. So we, I know we've done well there, you know. Mm, yeah, we're chatting to Mike Tracy of Bakehouse 22. Um, and as you mentioned, it's an area that f- has long been talked about for regeneration of different types and... It's so historic. It, you know, it has so much ancient history attached to it, and at times the community has felt abandoned. Frankly, haven't they? Uh, but you have remained loyal to them. They've remained loyal to you, and I presume they'll be shocked by this. Absolutely. Now, it's filtering out slowly. I'm sure after this morning, it'll be much, much bigger. Come to the surprise of many people. But yeah, Nicholas Street is kind of. Neglected at times, you know, everyone that comes down there are since uh, COVID people are doing the three bridges. A lot of people had never been down around the area before and pleasantly surprised what Nicholas Street has to offer. Um, and that has encouraged other people into the street. But in the evening time then, because the business is not there when we close, the street has gone much quieter then as well, because there's really only Katie Daly's and the brewery then operating later. Now, you mentioned uh, the lotto, but talk to me in general about the offering at Bakehouse 22 and, and how you've developed that. Okay, we were um, we started as a corner shop, took over from the parents, took the, the lotto machine with us. But as times were changing, there was always, um, we felt we had to adapt. We brought in baking cakes, um, buns, fresh cream buns, doing that. That was a big area of business then for us. And... Um, a few years ago, then again, we found that business, there was a big challenge between the supermarkets. And um, when you look at some of the supermarkets, the Aldis and the Littles, they become more Irish than ourselves. You know, they do fantastic marketing campaigns. You know, uh, GAA, the Irish Rugby, they look more Irish to me and they're the new corner shop that's going to be around. So we we kept trying to reinvent ourselves. We kept trying to change. We thought trying to do things that we thought was right we brought and did the cafe then in with the tv show the brennan brothers where we poured our hearts out in that program um we brought in alcohol we brought in outside seating we brought in pizzas just loads of different areas that we tried to develop not really getting there 100 percent. hence why we're sitting here chatting yeah, I mean, I know I've been here with my family. It has a really authentic Limerick feel, you know, the voices you hear, the welcome that you get. And places like that are rare enough now. Yeah. Um, look, that comes true, I think, on the, the staff, the great staff that we have there. They're passionate and everything is about the customer at the end of the day. Everything, you know, we will have a menu there. But if someone requests, oh, can I get something else? They're always looked after. And that's true to staff that we have. I imagine, Mike, that you and Sheila have had a lot of late night conversations about this in recent times. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, This has been going on for a few years, you know, with COVID. There's just one crisis after another. And it's just come to the fore where we need to take action now. Otherwise, we're going to be closed, mm. you know. So we're up for sale with the auctioneers now and ideal scenarios that we can try sell the business on, make the staff redundant and some new player comes in, takes the staff over again. But Sheila and myself have endless hours 
sleepless nights. You're just, just, this, it's huge stress. And part of the difficulty, I think, is that, you know, when people are running businesses, especially small businesses that they own themselves, there often isn't an appreciation, I think, by people coming in and out, you know, with the best will in the world uh, about what it can really be like when things are tough. It is a vocation. At the end of the day, it's it's something, it's just in the blood, you know, it it is hard. And when you're in the inside, you, you just don't feel, you you get pain, you know, after a fire, you're coming in at three o'clock in the morning, you're getting a phone call at home. Those phone calls, okay, it was the fire that day. Those phone calls don't ever stop when you're trying to get ahead. You know, if it's a fridge breaking down, if it's, we had parking outside the front door taken away from us, we had um, just... Pre or the after COVID business being not back to the same extent as, as it was pre-COVID. You know, it's a challenge after a challenge. Mm. We're chatting to Mike from Bakehouse 22. Just expand on the parking issue that you mentioned. Um, we would, with the air, with, we would have two types of business. With the cafe, people park for, and they use the car parks or buy this. Whereas the shop, will, people would nip in, nip out. But um, with the council, the council put plantations out in front of our door, in front of the business or businesses in the street. And um, they said that there was too many par- cars parking. We brought it to them and said, if there's too many cars, why not put a traffic warden? I was told then that, um, oh, we can't waste the traffic warden down there all day. But you would think the traffic warden would pay for itself. Now, we were just talking about letting people nip into the different businesses like Irlanda Canvases, Sticks in the Street, um, you know, the sewing shop, um, all these different businesses just needed those people that get in and out. But we couldn't get any headway with that, with the council, you know, and they just left them there and said that was it. Okay, so that was another factor for you. And then presumably the cost of electricity, for example, the bills that are growing at such an appalling rate right now. Yes, our bills have gone from four and a half to seven and a half. So at the end of the year, you know, before the government came in offering grants too late for us that hit the bottom line of about 20 grand and it just wasn't in it for us, you know when you're just trying to make ends meet, pay the bills, everything like that. Coming out of COVID as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's next because so many businesses we talk, chat to on this show were hoping that this you know, autumn and winter would be different, you know, that it would be a pick-up period. But it, yeah, that's, that. it started off slow in the summer and then got better during with the tourists and that. Um, but now we're going back into the winter time and, you know, summer was our time to try and make it. And then you have... Um, you know, we had warehouse debts as well. So revenue sheriffs are coming looking for that now as well. Really? Yeah. Um, so you're hoping to sell it as a going concern, which I presume means that you believe that there is still a viable business there for somebody. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It has so much to offer in the area. I think um, those that have been down around the Nicholas Street area will be very impressed with it. Um, just, I think, at this stage now it needs young blood in there to do that. We've given it our 27 years at this stage, you know, and I feel the time's for someone else now. What's the time frame then? As in? For selling on? And- um, the next couple of months, you know, how long does it take? It's with the auctioneers the last two weeks. So it's 
I have to go back to the auctioneer now tomorrow just to see what the interest was. I met them last week and just got an update, so I have to see what the interest is this week. Right. No, um, but you're not an old man. So, I mean, what, like, what's going to be next for you and Sheila, do you think? Sheila um, got a job two years ago in Regeneron, and which was the best thing for Sheila, me and family. You know, just one way just coming out of the business then, Joe, and um, the stress that was taken off Sheila, even though there was still stress in her for myself. But Sheila just working out Regen was gave her a whole new life and fantastic conditions outside there, you know. Um, so that was just me then inside in the shop, then just um, where we are now. So you're hoping maybe to take a breath and, and try and look around when you get your head up and clear a bit. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I'm back in the open market and looking for work. I've been handing out CVs and um, that's that's where I found myself. I'm, myself and son went to an open day here in to a place in Limerick during the week and they were kind of looking at me as if I was my son's chaperone but no I was there to get a job as well Isn't that fascinating? Yeah we should have been going off looking at a soccer match to a pub together but we find ourselves in looking for work but that's that's we have our health you know we have our health it's it's sad so hard, hard just going through what we have but we have a good family and you know we'll get through it yeah, absolutely. We'll listen to some of your experience and background, you know, you'll you'll find work. And at least the one thing is, and this is a bizarre thing to say after the discussion we've just had, the labour market is, is quite healthy at the moment. So you will. But look, I, uh, I'm sure every listener this morning would have nothing but sympathy for you and the family and understand the kind of challenges that you've been facing and, and continue to face and, and wish you well, genuinely wish you well. Yes, and it's it's um, been a great business for so, so long. And so many people love going in there. I know that not, not just from the direct area, but people who go down around the castle as well. All right. Well, listen, thank you for coming in and being so honest about it this morning. And uh, we, we wish you and Sheila uh, all the very best. That's Mike Tracy, who runs Bakehouse uh, 22. Um, so just bear that in mind is all we'd say. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live.